I'm happy we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way. But you know what it is. It's time to go ahead and get a little bit of business in before we get that party started. And I want to talk about self-care. That is a hot-button topic for me. In fact, it is my focus right now for the foreseeable future because I realize the benefit of self-care. And with that, health is wealth. If you're not healthy, if you're not taking care of yourself, who's going to do it for you? And how are you able to help others if you can't help yourself? And it starts with yourself. With that being said, I recall being raised by a mother who was very giving, very loving. She prioritized her self-care. It was like very low on the list of things. And I grew up the same way. You know, seeing my mom do that as an adult for a a lot of years, I'm going to say probably up until maybe the last two or three years, that was my focus always on the go, helping people. If you need me, hey, I'm going to be there. I'm going to help you. And then I would just save a a little energy for myself. And that was definitely not the best approach. And I've just learned in recent years that, hey, it starts with me. If I'm not healthy, if I'm not up to par and where I need to be physically, spiritually, mentally, I'm not going to be good for anybody. So really have been focused on self-care. And I read this article, actually it was a meme that I saw on this website and I'll be sure to share it um, as a part of the video. But it talked about the acts of self-care. And the first thing it talked about was um, learning that your worth is more than just what you can do for other people or give to other people. Yeah, I just gave you the example of my mother and myself, you know, just always on the go and always being there um, to help other people and feeling that my work was in helping. If I wasn't help helping, then I wasn't worthy. And that was, that's been... I'm going to say it's been easier to not do that. I've learned how to say no. And if I have it, the if I have it, it being the time, the money, the energy, then I will do it. And if I don't have it, I won't do it. And I have no problems in saying, nope, won't be able to do it. I can offer you another resource, you know, hey, check out so-and-so or maybe go to this place. Here's a suggestion. But no, if I don't feel it, not going to happen. The next thing is going to therapy and getting help when you need it. Yeah, that is um that's something that we as um you know, people of color, melanated, we don't really do that. I can recall being a child and um, the thought of going to get any kind of seeking any kind of help, like from a counselor, that was unheard of. I remember telling my mom, my mom asked me about something and, and, um, asked me if I wanted to get counseling. And I told her, no, I probably was maybe about six or seven years old. 
I told her no, because, hey, I want to be president when I grow up, and I don't need that on my record, saying that I wouldn't talk to anybody, because I'm not crazy. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I remember saying it, and it was so true. There's such a stigma on getting counseling, but there's nothing wrong with it. I have gotten counseling. Um, when my daughter's father passed, I needed that. I needed that neutral ear, the person that could hear me and understand my pain and my grief and help guide me through it. And it was a, it was an awesome experience. Um, it took me open, opening up and being committed to the process. And then here, even recently, reaching out, because I will say I have historically been a reaction reactionary person. And what I mean by that is you come at me with the, the attitude or the rah-rah-rahness. I'm going to really react first and then I'll think about it later. And, you know, I might come back and have something to say, but mm -mm, no, if you come at me, I'm going to give you that same energy, probably way more than what you wanted. So I um, learned that it's important to to not let people take you outside your box and then to utilize resources. You can't keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And so for me, it was going to get therapy and going to get some help. Hey, help me figure out how to deal with this situation because it's very triggering. And my trigger is I will go from zero to a hundred and 10 seconds. So I, I need another way. The another, another thing that that article or that meme talked about was breaking toxic family or generational cycles. Yeah, that is a biggie for me. And it's no slight against my family, but I just see how doing things differently, having an open mind, something as simple as choosing to leave my hometown and go to another state and not necessarily being afraid to do it. It was something that I, I needed to do. There was the opportunity to have a better life for me and my daughter. And I chose that and I had no qualms about, Hey, I'm going to go and drive my car at the time. I think it was a Hyundai drive my Hyundai down I 71 to the possibilities of a great opportunity. And it's proved to be fruitful, fruitful for me, but in my family's eyes, or at least I think, you know, some family members, it might've been viewed as, um, me leaving the family or being a, the black sheep, being rebellious or, you know, not being stable, but Hey, it's all about self-care. You have to be happy. You have to be happy. And you have to do things that help you achieve happiness and joy within. So, yeah, I've broken generational cycles and toxic, um, toxic family cycles. We all have it, you know, and it really is about perspective and how you deal with it. Because you don't have to, again, you don't have to do the things that you've historically done. 
you can seek ways to do it differently to get a different result. The next thing is unlearning damaging coping skills that you um, that used to help you. And I just gave you the example. I would go rah, rah, rah <laughs> on a, a inflection of a voice, sensing an attitude, choice words. A word for, a trigger for me was you better. You better was a, yeah, that was something. That was my trigger. You better? Oh, I better not. <laughs> so yeah, unlearning damaging coping skills that help, that, used to help you that used to help me it it used to help me um at least in that moment relieve a little steam and a little anger but hey in the end did it really help me did it benefit me not necessarily the next thing is standing up for what you believe in even when other people disagree woo 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 that is a big one ding 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 it was a big one i'll say i'll give you the example of me choosing to live a healthier lifestyle and i'm still i, I haven't arrived you know i still have my my struggles or my character building moments um as it relates to my health, um, my dietary choices, because, you know, I will eat a piece of carrot cake in a heartbeat. But um, going back to the subject, <laughs> standing up for what you believe in, even when other people disagree. So for me is, hey, I don't really want to eat meat like that and go to the Thanksgiving dinner and it's all laid out. You got the ham with the glaze from the you know the honey baked ham store or you got the turkey the chicken the chitlins and me saying hey i don't want to i'm good i'll pass on that it looks delicious but no or even in choices with as it relates to to religion to your beliefs for me i was definitely raised a christian in the baptist church and that's always been my belief that is my foundation and I, I know it to be a solid foundation there are aspects of me that i've that i've expanded to so you know i'm i don't necessarily just limit myself to that i want to know i'm curious i'm always wanting to know and so some people don't necessarily see um or agree with my choices as it relates to my beliefs and my spiritual practices, but it is what it is. Um, we each um, come here alone and we leave here alone. So it's up to us again to focus on self-care, self-work and live um, in our truth, regardless of what people think of it. The next thing is learning how to process feelings in a healthy and productive way it's work in progress work in progress every day i have these epiphanies as it relates to my present day experiences and how those relate to my childhood and for me it was 
I didn't really talk about anything that bothered me. What I would do is I would just push it up under the rug. And, you know, it would just be bottled up, bottling up. And it would just rise and rise and rise. And then I would explode. And learning to not do that. Learning to say, hey, I feel triggered. Learning to say, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm not willing to accept that. Learning how to process my feelings in a healthy and productive way. That is definitely a part of self-care. Oh, wow.